Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, I'm Marisa Jones, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection. I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley, today, and we have a special guest, Julia Phoenix. She's a love and leadership coach, channel, and transformational healer. Since 2015, Julia has been helping women to heal from past traumas, step into beautiful relationships, and create thriving careers. Her background in early childhood education, and she uses her experience to emphasize the inner child work necessary to help adults recover from childhood trauma. She also supports her clients through her psychic abilities and channeled light language activations. She lives in Oregon with her loving partner, Antoine, and her two cats. Welcome to the show, Julia. I'm so happy to be here, Marissa. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Thank you. I'm really interested in hearing how you got into the work that you do. Um, I, I also do a lot of work with with childhood traumas with my clients. And so I'm really fascinated by um, your uh, your perspective on how you treat that and how you got into the into into, you know, becoming a coach and a channel and and transformational healer. Um, why don't you share that story? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll try to condense as much as possible, but you know, long story short, I really feel we tend to teach what we need to learn. We tend to, you know, give the gifts that we've been given, or, you know, we, we really tend to kind of like give outward in the world, the expression of our own inner work. That's what I feel. And so for me, a lot of my own journey has involved this recovery from childhood trauma and, you know, I, I did experience a lot of trauma and abuse in, in my childhood of pretty much any kind you can think of. And I, I actually grew up in a cult. So it was um, an interesting set of uh, things that were imprinted on me. And I struggled a lot in my younger years with different um, maladaptive coping behaviors and, you know, um, yeah, some, some pretty, pretty, uh, pretty rough stuff in and out of treatment centers, things like that. Um, but when I, you know, when I, when I got clean and sober at 23, um, and then I was looking at what do I want to do with my life? At first it was children, you know, because I could see there was, there was some, some light in them, some beauty in them that just gave me this spark for, for living. And I could see that so much of the dysfunction that adults have, you know, it begins there right? And the dysfunction of society, it begins there, right? So I, my thought was, let's get them when, you know, when, when we're starting out and let's imprint them differently, and then we can change the world, right? But what I didn't realize at the time was that these beautiful little beings were also going to reflect um, what was un- unhealed within me from my own childhood experiences. So I had this experience of as I'm learning, and as I'm applying what I'm learning in my work with the kids, I'm um, meeting my own inner child. And, you know, I, I came to a point where it was like, okay, what if the best thing that we can do is as adults, you know, you know, cause I'm seeing the parents, I'm seeing the teachers, I'm seeing everyone involved in this whole thing and really getting that we're all just grown up kids, 
you know? So, so what if we actually were to apply these same principles, you know, of development and nurturing and care and, you know, all of the things that I was learning and applying, what if we were to apply those same things to our own inner children and help one another to do so? Um, maybe we could sort of correct some of these developmental um, disturbances, you could call them, that we've experienced and actually be happier adults, that we're better with our kids, but that also just were more fulfilled in our relationships, didn't need as many coping mechanisms, right? So that's the path that I walked. And I was fortunate to have a few mentors that helped me very much along that journey. Um, and just doing a lot of my, my own inner work uh, also so much came up through relationship, right? As I stripped back the layers of the coping mechanisms, the addictions that were, um, you know, that were really kind of like the fires that needed to be put out first, right? Um, I found that underneath there were all of these deep rooted relationship patterns, you know, from my childhood and they were showing up in my adult relationships. I was having a really rough time with that, with love addiction, with, you know, toxic situations, with codependency. Um, and so that that's really where, you know, a lot of my work has kind of rooted because I see the pain that that brings up for people as such a powerful portal to address and heal our own wounds because we often try to get those needs met that we didn't get as kids, as I'm sure you know, through our partners, most especially, right? And they reflect back to us often those deepest wounds. And so it's really such a, an incredible opportunity to heal that we have when it comes to relationship. And we actually have this opportunity to heal within the container of relationship in a way that's not possible alone. So that's what a lot of my work um, centralizes around. I hope that answers it's, your question. It <laughs> does. And there's a lot of my work is around childhood as well, because, you know, I tried to heal myself like you in my 20s. And whether yeah. it was a counselor or whether it was reading books, and back then there was no internet, but yeah. I, I wasn't aware enough to be able to take those healings and really make a difference. And I think it's twofold. One is because the industry, while there's a lot of great therapists and counselors out there, it's a different type of, of counseling. And a lot of it is, may or may not be from experience. And the, the new, right. there's so many new ways to heal and to tap into the child self, right? And so, you know, the, through channeling and, and psychic work, yeah. I do a lot of spiritual work with my clients. And it's very, it's different. You're bringing an awareness to self that's not typically present in traditional counseling and therapy. And so mm -hmm. it's like a whole generation of children who were gone through trauma are now healing. And we do have to start with the adults around us because there's so many broken adults walking around out there that, um, you know, we should heal each other first and then we can heal the next generation. Um, so right. I, well, and I mean, my sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, it's, it's so, it's so funny as you're talking, it's like, you know, what's coming up is it's, it, it's not, it's not the kids. Like the kids were never, the kids aren't the problem. The kids are okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's really it's the adults. And that started to be the thing that really was like light bulb moment. You know um, it, the kids just, if the adults are healthy, the kids grow 
you know, in a healthy functioning way and they're fine. So it's, it's kind of a reverse engineering sort of process. And I love what you were sharing about kind of just this next generation coming through. And there's a bunch of renegades, you know, in the coaching industry that are kind of leading the charge and doing some really incredible um, non-traditional things. And I've always been that type of person. It seems like you're that type of person, this sort of this outside of the box thing. And I'm neurodivergent as well. And so I don't feel like you can compartmentalize these different things like spirituality and psychology, for example, or physicality and psychology and spirituality and relationships and sexual. It's all um, connected in this really brilliant fashion. Um, But I love also what you brought forward about sharing your psychic gifts. And I'll just say that's been such a process for me um, because you know, growing up in a cult, I really steered away from anything that reminded me of, you know, anything religious, spiritual. I really shut down actually to those abilities that I had for many years. And it was all about like, just be, you know, grounding into what's real and the third dimension and right. all that. I feel like that's really Show me proof. Show me proof. Right? Exactly. Like, show exactly. me proof. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> exactly. Because I was so hurt by, you know, some of these spiritual philosophies, but it just kept coming through. And the more that I brought that through, the more I could see the healing happening in my clients and for myself on a totally different level. So I also think this is important for your, your audience to just know that, you know, we're always growing and expanding as leaders, as coaches, as healers, and we're expanding into different gifts, different modalities, different dimensions of us that we get to bring forward in our work. I love that. Mm-hmm. How does you your, know, um, that's oh, go ahead. add both of you guys, that what you guys provide is something that sometimes when you go to a licensed therapist, or, uh, you know, of like a psychologist or psychiatrist, is not going to bring bring that point of view of what you guys have done to overcome things. A lot of times they just look at cases versus reality, and I think reality is much more better than cases. Or hey, this is what the books say I should provide in advice or counseling or or help. Versus I firsthand went through this and I've helped my clients go through, go through this. I think that that makes it a much better thing for people to look at getting a life coach, look at getting somebody coaches and different things in their lives than talking to somebody who's just reading a book to find the answers. I think that that's the power of what you guys do. Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. interesting because when you, when you do truly experience healing, um, you see it the way you just described it, Julie. It's the whole, it's the whole perspective. It's your intuitive gifts. It's your physical, it's your mental, it's your emotional state. It's all of the above. And, and it's, it's a different view of healing. I had one of my clients uh, tell me last week, she says, it's really hard to describe what you do, but you've got this sweet spot that doesn't, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's so different and everyone should know it. <laughs> Um, I love that. The sweet spot. Yeah. I get that a lot too. And it, and it can be hard to describe because you can't fit it in a box. Right. But I think that's really the beauty of it. And, and, you know, I absolutely agree, Neil, I think like bringing our experience forward, that lived embodied experience and this relational element, which is present in therapy, but it's just in a different way. There are different restrictions. Um, This relational element of healing together with someone who has been where you've been, you know, right. and can really hold you there 
and really bring you through because they know on an experiential level, on an embodied level, I think it's so powerful. I just wouldn't want to do it any other way. You know, and I always say like, I have a master's degree, but that's not makes what makes me good at what I do. Right. It's my field work, so to speak right. <laughs> in my life experiences. Right. Right. Exactly. So, um, you know, being a coach is very exhausting and healing others is very exhausting. It's draining energetically. Right. So what do you do to maintain that balance to make sure that your energy remains healthy and strong so that you can support others? That's such a good question. That's a beautiful question, Marissa. And I do also, uh, you know, I, I live with some chronic illness. I have type one diabetes and fibromyalgia. So it's especially important for me to have very strong boundaries and, you know, very clear priorities, right. And with myself and in my day, um, always starting my day first thing in the morning with taking care of me, you know, with a daily routine, curating my schedule so that I have plenty of time in between things so that I can rest, um, really identifying the activities that nourish me and replenish me, right? Because if we feel there's an energy output where there's a drain, there has to be an equal energy input. So for me, that's walks on the, by the ocean every day. I live by the beach, um, yoga, snuggling with my partner, you know, having him cook me something really yummy, things like that. Uh, I think it'll be really different for each person, but I would just really encourage people to play around with like, what makes you feel like you're receiving nourishment? What really replenishes you versus depletes you? And then go towards more of that. Um, and creating those boundaries with yourself is so important. Really just understanding that you are the top priority. Like the business owner is the top priority. I love that. The business owner is not functioning well. <laughs> Nothing is functioning, right? And of course, I'm a relationship coach. And so you know, it, it's also about having those relationships in our personal life that nourish us, that nurture us, that uplift us, that support us. Like we support everyone in our business, right? So we're, we're really receiving. And I work with a lot of women around that, that balance of receiving versus giving, because a lot of women especially have this sort of over giving pattern. Right. right. And an under receiving pattern that can show up financially. I work with women around that as well, but it can also just show up in our relationships and oh my gosh, our bodies reflect it. Right. So making sure that energy out energy in. That that that's so important mm-hmm. and making sure it's the right energy that's coming in. You, you don't want yeah, unhealthy right. energy coming in. Yes. Those are, that's part of those boundaries. Right. And, and, it, and it has to do with the relationships in our life a lot. And a lot of times people are really re, like resistant to looking at this piece, but right. there are sometimes relationships where it's like, if that is a leak in your energy, if that's a drain for you, um, if it's not supporting you in any way, if it's not aligned with where you want to be, like, why are we still Right. You know, Um, I, with all, all my years of working on those boundaries and supporting my values and making sure that I'm taken care of first, uh, at the end of last year, when I was reflecting on 2021, I literally sat back and said, you know what, for the first time in my life, I had an entire year where I only had healthy relationships. 
There was not one unhealthy relationship in my life. And I, and that's all work, friends, whomever, family. And it was, it was astounding that it took that long, but it was just an awareness that I had that it was just really satisfying that the work I was doing was, 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 you know, supporting me. I love that. I just feel like giving you a standing ovation for that. I mean, so many people, Marissa, never get there in their life. Right. right. I would go so far as to say probably most people don't get to that place where it's like every relationship is healthy. So that's huge. I was, I was very happy. Um, so let me ask you, I'm sure you still get triggers, right? I mean, I'm sure things in life still trigger you. What, what are some of the things that you tell yourself to make sure that it does, you don't react to it and, and really takes so that it doesn't take you down? This is such an important question and conversation. And I think, you know, for me, it's very case by case, depending on what the trigger is and what the situation is. If I'm face to face with someone on a call and I'm still being called to hold that space of a facilitator and a leader, I'm going to be responding differently than if I'm reading something online in the comfort of my own home and I have some space to process and my partner's right there. Right. So it will vary case by case, but I would say for myself, learning how to build my emotional capacity to just hold myself and how I'm feeling to validate that emotion, to really understand that this is a piece of me that is reacting. Sometimes it's a younger part of me, you know, there's something that's been threatened, but there's also this other part of me that I have access to now. That's sort of like a loving parent, right. That can hold that upset and not make it mean that this is all of me and not make it mean that we have to now spiral out and, you know, take all of these different actions. It's like, how would I show up for a child that was in my care who was experiencing upset? So one of my favorite tools, that's really quick shorthand type of a thing is just closing my eyes, putting my hands on my heart, visualizing the part of me who is upset, who is in reactivity. And really speaking to that aspect of me, you know, often it, it'll be like a young child who feels unsafe. Let's say I post something online and this is so important because I feel everyone goes through this and not many people are talking about it publicly, but I talk with women about it behind the scenes and help them process through these kinds of things. It's like somebody makes a negative comment online, right? And it, and it triggers us. And instead of trying to say something like, well, I'm just, they, they're not, they don't really know and they don't matter and I'm not going to be affected by that or sort of sweep it away. Really being present for that emotional reaction, you know, holding that inner child, maybe that feels unsafe and asking, what do you need? You know, what do you need? And, and it might be safety. It might be presence. It might be expression and just attempting to meet that need best I can. And, and then also when I'm in the emotional space to do so, then introducing new concepts. Like, I know you feel really unsafe. That was hurtful. Always validating, right? That was hurtful. That, that made us feel really sad. And I want you to know that you're safe now. Like we can block this person, you know, um, right. we don't have to let people in our space that treat us that way. I've got you, right? I've got you. That's the capacity that, um, that I'm talking about. So that's typically how I handle those kinds of situations. I love that. And what's really important is there's, you know, it sounds like it might be simple enough, right? But it's hard to do number one. And number two, yes. to, to know that it's the, 
not feeling safe, that's what's coming up. There's so much work that has to be done to get to that point, to have that awareness that you know that that's what, what is coming up. Because most people don't know how to identify what those feelings are. So there's so much work that has to get done so that you can say, oh, I know what that is, you know, because most people don't know what it is. Right. And that's how they react. So. Well, yeah. I can't believe we're running out of time. Such great, great information, <laughs> yeah. you guys. Are- we are, we are. I could talk forever. Um, all right, but we are running out of time. So, Julia, thank you for being here. Where can people find you? Oh, you can find me online on Facebook as Julia Phoenix, on Instagram as Julia Phoenix 11, or you can go to my website, www.juliaphoenix11. 11 is spelled out like the word, not like the number, uh, .com. Love to I see love you. it. Thank you. Thank you. And I look forward to more conversations with you. Thanks, Julia. We'll have to do it again. Thank you so much, Marissa. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.